This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Hey, welcome to Madison Story Slam, the podcast where we hear stories from live, real people about the things that they have done in their lives. So glad that you could join us today on the show. Uh, I am Adam, your host, and uh, life is going pretty good. On today's episode, we are going to hear two stories from two different people, um, both told at one of our events at Stateline Distillery here in Madison, Wisconsin. Speaking of Stateline Distillery and our live events, our next live event is January 8th. That's Wednesday, January 8th at Stateline Distillery, and the theme is broken. So come tell and hear some great stories based on that theme. Um, Another reminder about another upcoming event on January 18th, Saturday, January 18th, at the Wilmar Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Our theme will be Choices. And then, on Saturday, February 15th, we're celebrating our five-year anniversary doing this thing that we call Madison Story Slam. And uh, we've got a special curated show with specific people telling stories. It's going to be a great time. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash madisonstoryslam for more info about that. There's going to be fun food and stories, as always, and beer, as always, from Ala Sound. Okay, enough of that. Here's two stories from two different people about a couple of nuggets, new nuggets, that made a difference in their lives. How's everyone doing? Woo! Awesome. Uh, So my story is going to be a sharp 180 from kind of the somber tones that were happening. And can we get a round of applause for all the storytellers that have gone so far? Um, so my story is about the most different uh, grocery store visit I have ever been on in my entire life. Um, flashback to 20 or 2008, not 2018. Um, I, <laughs> I was uh, just fresh out of my freshman year of college, and I didn't want to go back and live at home. So I have a cousin who's about 10 years older than I am, lives in Rockford. Uh, any state line people? Yeah, (laughs) there's few and far between. I don't know if that's like we just don't want to like own up to the fact that we're from the state line or like, you know. Um, So I I went to go live with her. She had a cute little downstairs room, bathroom situation that I could go and, you know, help with her three kids at the time, you know, do the dishes, help cook because she hated to cook. Um, And, you know, just that typical, I'm I'm out of college. So one Saturday morning, uh, she needs to go to the grocery store. And I'm the type of person, I love to cook. So I love going to the grocery store and spending a stupid amount of time in there, looking at everything, walking down every aisle, even though I don't need anything from that particular aisle, just to see what's new, you know, just just to look. And she's the type, she's got a mission. She's got three kids. She has a mission. She's going to have a set list. We're going to rip the list in half and divide and conquer the store, which for my personal grocery shopping type is obnoxious and I don't like it. But she's driving, so I need to abide by her rules. So we go into a store called Logley's, which state line people may or may not remember that. Um, No longer there anymore. 
uh, not because of this particular incident, but, you know, <laughs> you know, corporate buyouts and whatnot, you know. Um, so we go in, divide and conquer the list, and I get this section that's by, like, the laundry detergent through the frozen food section and, like, random shit. You know, you have, like, your nice produce, dairy, like, dry goods section, which is where she was. So I'm minding my own business, getting the laundry detergent, getting whatever else is on my section of the list, and she finds me and beelines it directly to me, looks me straight in the face, like, we need to go right now. And the only look that I can compare, the look that she gave me, was if you see, like, your most traumatizing breakup, ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, and you are just, like, looking like a garbage human, like, you know, like, fluffy slippers, PJ pants, you know, no makeup, messy bun, maybe that's just how you go out, I don't, I don't know, um, but she looked at me like that, I was like, oh, shit, oh, okay, so I set everything down, I was like, are we, do we, are we buying, do we need to go, do we need to check, are we leaving right now, and she's like, no, we just need to go, it's like, okay, all right, so we set everything down, we rush out of the store, we get into the car, and then it clicks, I'm like, you know, Nicole has only had one boyfriend in her high school lifetime, and they got married, and they had three kids, so that whole, like, ex-lover face isn't really warranted for her. I was like, Nicole, what the fuck happened? Like, you, you made me leave the chai tea in the laundry detergent aisle. Like, what, what's going on? So she, she just got completely red in the face. We're sitting in her silver Dodge Neon. Classy, I know. Um, and she's like, I don't want to tell you. I was like, well, no, you, you have to tell me. Like, you made me rush out of a grocery store. Like, one of my favorite places on earth. And to come back into your silver Dodge Neon, like, what the fuck happened? And she's like, okay, well, and set up the story even more. So she kind of has her pajamas on, but not really, like, the socially acceptable pajamas, which we, we all have. Right Now they're yoga pants, right? 2019 yoga pants, right? So she has these... Um, like cotton cut-off shorts that have the drawstring on them, like a faded T-shirt, and she's, I mean, she's cute. And I'm not just saying that because she's my cousin, and now saying that that's really weird. <laughs> like, she's just, she's just an attractive human. And, and I was like, oh, okay, well, so story set, right? So she's like, so I was in the aisle with all the cereal, and I really needed to fart. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like, we all have that moment in the cereal aisle. Like, okay, yeah. So she's like, well, I did. And it wasn't just a fart. <laughs> okay. She's like, I felt this poop nugget shoot, <laughs> shoot out of my butt. <laughs> and then I, I remembered... I'm not wearing underpants. <laughs> so I turn and look. <laughs> and the poop nugget is on the floor behind her in the cereal aisle, just chilling like a cocoa puff right there. And she's like, I didn't know what to do. She's like, do I try to find, like, paper towel? Do I, like, run to the paper towel aisle and, like, try to clean this up? And she's like, I just froze. So I, I just calmly set my things down, and I started to walk away. And then she's, I mean, she's, she's a very devout Christian, and she's like, but then I just felt guilty. Like, someone's going to have to clean up my poop nugget. 
from the floor, and that's just gonna completely ruin their day. Like they're gonna, they're gonna come up on that unsuspecting and just get down real close and be like, oh, that's a turd, <laughs> right? So she, she said she started to turn back to go deal with the situation she fully created. And she's like, at that moment, there was this elderly woman turning the corner of the cereal aisle with her cart, full cart, very like, like your typical cute like grandma, like kind of hunchback and short, can't really see that well, has glasses that are, you know, thicker than thick. And she rolls her cart. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, she rolls her cart over the poop nugget and starts to smear it <laughs> down the cereal aisle. <laughs> and she's like, at that point, I knew we needed to go. <laughs> so she's like, then I found you and immediately rushed both of us out of the store. And I looked at her, and I'm, you know, 19 at the time, and, you know, she's 29. And I was like, what did we learn from this whole experience here? And she just looks at me, and she's like, well, I'll never not wear underpants to the grocery store again. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's right, Nicole. You know, go commando everywhere else. But, you know, just make sure you've got a, you know, the elastic that can catch the nugget there for you. So... That's my most different experience at a grocery store. Hey, it's Cole from Chill Filter, the Mortarbox Media podcast where we drink together, shoot the breeze, and tell you what you should know about whiskey. Join me and my co-host Robbie as we go through different bottles of whiskey, give them a rating, and share our knowledge with you. Whether you've just bought your first bottle of Jack or you're sipping Pappy each night, let our love of spirits lift yours. So my story is about a birth, which isn't a breakup, unless you really think about it. <laughs> so my nephew was born last month. Uh, this is the first, I'm a first time uncle, first nephew, first child in the next generation of my family. So it's a big deal. I mean, he's not the first one to be born, but in my family, he's the first. So we're really excited about it. I'm a first-time uncle. I had to grapple with that. Like, what, what's my role? What, what do I do? What, what does it mean to be an uncle? He was born at 7.30 in the morning. Which to me, I mean, I'm a morning person, personally. I, I wake up at like 6 or earlier. So if I wake up at 7.30, I feel like my whole day is, is over. So I'm not saying he botched it, but he, I mean, he was chilling in his room. Like. So it was 7.30 in the morning, and it was on a Wednesday. I remember that. And again, like, I think Wednesday's a fine day to arrive. It kind of breaks up the week. Um, but like... One of the things I was thinking about when he arrived was, again, I'm an, I'm an uncle now. I had really didactic uncles. I learned a lot from them. So I kind of internalized that what you do as an uncle is you explain stuff. So I'm thinking, again, as this is happening, I'm like, it's a Wednesday. What a great day. But he doesn't know that, you know? Like, so now I'm thinking, like, wait, weeks and weekends, like, 
He doesn't know that either. Like, how cool is that? We get five days on, two days off. You can go to work and school. I don't want to go to school yet, though, because that's going to be a big part of his life. Like, and now you've got like, student loan debt and people going to grad school and they don't know what to do with their lives. I don't want to overwhelm them, you know? So I'm really thinking about what to do on this first day of his life, my first day as an uncle. This was during this, the week last month, y'all might remember, where the weather was just awesome. I mean, it was just beautiful, like day after day. Not too hot, not too cold. I remember talking to people like from other states and you know, on the phone, and I was just like, this is as good as it gets. It wasn't even too humid, which is the downfall you know, this time of year. And I, again, I'm thinking to myself, like, wait, somebody's got to tell him that it's not always this nice out. Like, like my first time in England, for example, it didn't rain at all. And, and I was like, this is, this is a myth. The weather's beautiful here. And the locals were telling me, no, 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 this isn't how it usually is. So I'm thinking, okay, somebody's got to tell him that it's not usually this nice out. There's so much you have to explain, you know? Um, so it was a Wednesday. I, was, I had to work. And I have a job that I work at, so I was working at the job. And um, I couldn't go to, to introduce myself until uh, the evening. So I got there, and there was this little, there was just like a sliver of moon when I was walking in. I was like, oh my gosh, he hasn't seen the moon yet. Like, there's just so much to share, you know? Um, so I get there, and my brother and my sister-in-law are in the birthing suite. They're just exhausted, and I'm beaming. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. And my sister, like, what do you say in that situation? You know, there's just the four of us in the room, just a little small talk. And she's like, oh, thank you so much for coming. You didn't have to come today. I know you're busy. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I wouldn't have missed this for the world. Like, I, I, I love meeting new people. Like, this is awesome. Um, so, in short order, I'm given the boy. It's like he's deposited on my lap. I'm sitting in a chair next to the bed. I've got a pillow on my lap. And, like, I'm a pretty coordinated person. You know, I'm, like, a former athlete and all that. Like, I can, I, I have pretty good hand-eye coordination, but I'm terrified. I mean, it's a brand new thing. Like, like, you know when you get a new phone and you just, like, don't want anyone to touch it? And then after a couple months, you're just throwing it around? Like, I don't want to break the little guy. So I'm, I'm giving him and I'm holding him. And he fits, like, right here between, like, my wrist and my elbow. Which, like, brief aside, how many people in your life can you say that? Like, that's a really uncommon size for a human being. So maybe like a dog or a cat, but... So my first thought when I have my nephew is, like, he's so little. He's, he's so... He's, he's useless. Like, what, what can he accomplish? Look at his hands. Like... He can't, he, they're tiny. He couldn't even hold a toothbrush. He's got no teeth to brush. Like, what, what has he accomplished on this day? I mean, at the same time, he, you know, cleared his lungs, and he basically became amphibious, which is crazy. Um, he breathed for the first time, which is important. You've got to start the healthy habits, you know, when you're young. Um, but he's so small. And then, but then all of a sudden, I see... Like, in profile, right next to the boy is my sister-in-law. 
And now I'm thinking, like, I'm, I'm comparing the length of the boy to the length of her midriff. And I'm just like, he's so big. What the, how did, how did you stomach him? Like, what is happening right now? So needless to say, I was not emotionally prepared to be an uncle. And now the moments come to, to say my first words to my nephew. And at that moment, he opens his eyes. And it's like the third time he's opened his eyes. Not for long. I mean, he was just like, you know, he's struggling. His eyelids have no idea what they're doing. Um, and my, my brother and my sister-in-law were so excited, and they were like, oh, this is like his most active all day. And I'm like, really? Like, that's it? Um, but nonetheless, like, I, I had to say something. I wanted to get off on the right foot, you know, make a good first impression. So I just, I just looked at him, and I said, because yeah, again, like, this, is my, this is my nephew. Like, I, I love the little guy, and like, I want to be there for him. And like, when he runs away from home at like, 10 or 11, I want him to come to my house. Like, I want there to be credit in the you know, relational bank account, and, and I want to really invest in him. And like, what do you say? So I just looked at him, and I said, hey, you know, I just want you to know that it's not usually this nice outside. <laughs> and we, we, that's how it started. So. Thanks. Hey, that's going to do it for us today here on Madison Story Slam. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please hit the subscribe button. Leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts app. And if you want to support us more, you can go to patreon.com slash madisonstoryslam. Links in the description description here in the show notes and everything. Uh, Guys, love you so much. Don't forget, January 8th, that's Wednesday, January 8th, we're meeting at Stateline Distillery in Madison, Wisconsin for Story Slam Broken. Then January 18th, we'll be at the Wilmar Center for Story Slam Choices. And the next one on the books is February 15th, that's Saturday, February 15th, for our five-year celebration. We've been doing this for five years. I can't believe it. Can you believe it? We've got around 12 of the best storytellers we've ever had at Story Slam telling great stories that night. It's more of a curated show, not an open mic. Uh, suggested donation of $5. As always, Ale Asylum Beer will be there and all that good stuff. Come on out, see us at one of our live events. We would love to see your smiling faces and hear your amazing stories. All right, that's going to do it for us. As always, I love you.